Before we get started, wanted to let you know about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And who doesn't like to make money? It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And the best part is it's all free. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Good people. Happy Thursday. Another episode of the All Go Podcast. I'm your host, Desmond. It is quite chilly here in Michigan. Uh, one thing in, in, about Michigan, and if you talk to someone who's from here, which I am, uh, you know, they'll, they'll tell you about the awesome summers and how incredible it is. And oh my gosh, like oh, the summers and we have a lot of beach towns and all that great stuff. What they don't say is summer lasts for two months. That's it. June and July. That's that's your summer. Uh, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it's pretty nuts that it's like late April right now. And it snowed two days ago, like like a snowstorm, snowstorm and raining. Um, yesterday was snow on the ground. Not much today. And now it's like sun shining a bit, but nonetheless, it's just temperamental would be a good way to describe our weather. But anyway, um, wanted to talk about two topics today. One is what college football can learn from the NBA and also Lincoln Riley. And is he really an offensive genius? Um, before I get started, please like, subscribe, collect the likes, all that good stuff. Uh, appreciate the support. Uh, but as far as what can college football learn from the NBA is I was just kind of looking at the landscape of like the the NBA and the amount of guys who have already been injured. Um, the list goes on, and some of them are, you know, freak injuries. Like LeBron James, his injury, that had nothing to do with, you know, playing back, as far as wear and tear. Like, that was just a guy rolled up on him. That's that's part of sports. It's part of basketball. So that part is understandable. But the other guys, like, this really popped in my head with James Harden because he was – uh, rehabbing his hamstring injury had a setback and now is out like indefinitely but it led me to you know think about how many guys have been hurt this year um, some of it is you know soft tissue and uh, you know some of it is things like tailbone bruise like with Steph Curry like that's kind of difficult to predict but nonetheless I would I would venture out to say that injuries are up in the NBA and I think a lot of that had to do with the shortened break that the, these guys had. Um, you know, the season ended around, how was it, May, June, something like that. And then, you know, these guys are back before Christmas. And I want to say the season might have ended after June. Usually, yeah, so season ended like college July, August. And these guys are coming back four months later to start their season again and I just don't think they got a long enough break you know there were uh, guys were talking about you know being able to enjoy Christmas at home with their families which they don't ever get to do because a lot of the the superstars play on Christmas day and this past Christmas was no different they had to play on that day but I don't think they got a long enough break 
and you're seeing, you know, uh, superstars in the league. Kevin Durant has been injured. James Harden has been injured. I believe Kyrie's been injured. Steph Curry, uh, LeBron, AD, like the list goes on. And I point those guys out because when you get to a certain point in the league, you kind of understand how to take care of yourself and take care of your body. You know, as a rookie, as a young guy, you don't really know like what an 82 game schedule plus playoffs looks like and what it does to your body. But all of those guys are, I think what, the, the least tenured guy of who I mentioned is probably AD or Kyrie at, you know, what, six, seven years in the league. So these guys know what they're doing, but the fact that they are getting injured to me shows that the NBA did not give them enough rest, enough time off. And for college football, and especially the guys, the, the teams that had spring seasons, I think they need to be very careful and very weary of having guys play full contact spring football and then going and having these guys in July and August to get back in training camp and full pads and hitting and doing the same thing. I think, um, you know, for those those teams, it's a difficult spot to be in, but I think coaches need to make sure that they are hyper aware of making sure that guys over the summer are taking care of themselves, are resting, um, and really, as you start to phase back in of training camp, I, I think, you know, it's a, when you think about training camp, it's usually physical and you hit a lot and all that good stuff. And if I was a coach, I would be, I'd be very hesitant to have a quote unquote traditional training camp. I would be very big on not uh, going that traditional route to, uh, to make sure, you know, you keep your guys on the, on the field. So um, we will see what happens, but I think if you're, you know, a, a head coach that your team played a spring season, which I believe the FCS schools are playing right now. I think there's some type of tournament that's that's going on right now. So, I mean, there. This is late April, so we're talking. Even say there's three rounds. You're talking mid-May that uh, these guys are going to be done, and you're talking three months later, three four months later, you're going to be back in training camp. So, uh, if I was a head coach, I'd be very weary of that, and and uh, treat training camp in a very unique manner. So we shall see what happens. Um, Lincoln Riley, I think um, for Oklahoma, I think this is the best shot that they have to win a national championship in quite a while. Um, I think Baker Mayfield was a really good quarterback. And uh, I think Spencer Rattler is better. Um, and then also, too, you look at how last year ended for them, winning the Big 12, uh, winning their bowl game against Florida. That was a pretty pretty good opponent that they played. Um, but I think if they don't win it, I think the shine of Lincoln Riley is going to – it's not going to be gone, obviously. He's a he's a great coach, but just that, that shine of the, you know, the offensive genius, I – I'm just not sure you can keep that name and that that reputation if you know you are losing games and partially because of your offense. Like I think of when they played Georgia in the semifinal in the Rose Bowl. Uh, shout out to R.J. Young. He's a I'm a big fan of his. He probably doesn't know who I am, but um, listen to his podcast. But he had a tweet 
uh, last week that just said if anyone brings that up, it was a you know a meme or something like somebody throwing stuff around, being all pissed off, just because they had Georgia on the ropes, 31 to 17 in the first half, and they scored no points in the third quarter. They scored, I believe, 14 points in the fourth quarter, and in two overtimes they scored zero points, which. Obviously, the second overtime, I don't think they got the ball, but nonetheless, you scored no points in the third quarter, and, you know, you scored 17 points in, let's say, a second half plus overtime. Like, you're the offensive genius. It's You got to be better than that, you know, especially in a game that you were ahead, you were winning. Um, and, you know, Georgia at that point wasn't a high-flying offense. They still aren't, but... You, you've got to be able to, to close that deal. And I think, um, you know, this year, I, I think everything's going to be there for them to to win the national championship. And I think if they don't get it done, I'm not sure he will. Um, and people could say like, oh, well, you know, he just hasn't done it yet. That's correct. But if you, okay, that, I, I could, it's not a fair equivalency, but I could say that about Jim Harbaugh that, oh, well, Michigan can win a national championship. They just haven't done it yet. Well, at some point you get to, you understand that winning a national championship is not just a, a, a pop out of nowhere that you, you totally change as a head coach and all of a sudden you get great in specific situations and situational football and, you know, you recruit better and you, like that usually doesn't happen. You are who you are. Uh, you could get a pop like LSU did, but I would argue that uh, LSU has always had the talent there to win a national championship. They just couldn't get the quarterback down. And then, um, you know, Les Miles is too old school. Running, you know, power toss every couple plays, that's not going to get it done. So um, it'll be interesting. I, I, Oklahoma was actually my preseason pick to win the national championship. But I don't know. I think if Lincoln Riley doesn't get it done this year, I think there'll be be some questions on if he will get it done but uh we shall see um as i mentioned like subscribe appreciate the uh, the support and uh yeah have a good one and i'll probably post a video tomorrow so peace